Hey, you Dallas Cowboys. This is Rory. This is Maul. And we are coming to the Southside Music Hall November 19th. We hope that you get your tickets now. And I hope somebody bring me some vegan barbecue, Rory. Yes, unfortunately, as much as I love Dallas, I don't want to go there when the Cowboys are good, but here we are. So the Cowboys are indeed playing very well so that nobody will be depressed. So let's come out and celebrate the Cowboys having a winning season for once in the last 57 years. <laughs> get your so, tickets now, please. See you Cowboys, Cowgirls, and Cow Days. Houston, we're coming to the Houston Improv November 20th. New Rory and Maul.com. Now get your tickets, Rory. This is like a homecoming, like you said. Yeah, we might need to be there for a week. Yeah, I think we need. Oh, I was thinking a month. I'm gonna do some pop ups at, at some hookah spots, strip club work, of course. All work for the pod. I want a pod at Onyx. Write it off on the taxes as a meeting. It's a work meeting. <laughs> you can find me at camp for free. Houston Improv, November 20th. Get your tickets now. No worry, Not niggas I really met through music shit. It be some real thuns I grew up with. Phone calls from the feds, long story so fast. Wishing they get home in a hurry, cause we the last of a dying pack of lions, nightmares. Welcome to a new episode of the new Rory and Maul podcast. I am Maul. I'm Rory. And we are back. We are in Atlanta at the Culture Lab, uh, second home. Yes. If you will. Shout out to, to Alan Tez. <clears throat> Shout out to Alan Tez for uh, allowing us to come in. Fuck shit up in here. Yeah. Well, raise the, noise, just, raise or, the noise ordinance. Or just calmly do a podcast. Yeah. And, and not, just, and not destroy anything. <laughs> Put everything you know, back. Be very respectful. Yeah. Be mindful, be respectful, and be out in a, a lot of time. Yes. Listen, man. I'm, uh, Atlanta might be home soon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting there. So how you feeling? I am. And you know what's funny? It's freezing in Atlanta now. And yes. that was actually... It felt like home. It, it kind of made me... <laughs> Because I've always talked uh, about like, like we make, were walking down Park Avenue today, didn't it? Really? Yeah, like usually I'm I'm always saying like maybe Houston or Austin or Dallas or something would, would probably be where I would move yeah. if I left New York. But you know, obviously with my skin pigmentation mm-hmm. and lack there of melanin, yeah, uh, and in need of SPF at all moments, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not the safest place for a pale Irishman like myself to go. Yeah, Atlanta now yeah, with can, global warming, it's fucking freezing here. Oh yeah, you it's can great. thrive down there. You can thrive. It feels like the Caucasus yeah. Mountains outside. It's like New um, York with space. Yeah, it's um, it's like at, everywhere Central Park. Atlanta is uh, Atlanta definitely feels like home. Uh, <laughs> we had a great show last night uh, at Center Stage. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody that came out to the show. Uh, well, no. Saturday night, Sunday night, excuse me. I don't, my what is today? But yeah, it's, fuck it, man. Today's Monday. It's okay. Uh, we had a great show last night, Sunday at Center Stage. Shout out to everybody that came out. Shout yeah. out to DJ Drama. A lot of fun. B. Simone, Megan. Um, shout out to Saha, Sari. Uh, everybody that came out and showed us love, support. Paige. Paige. <laughs> shout out to everybody. Just naming man. people that were there now. Yeah, man. I see, you know, everybody that was in the green room. Uh, who, who, who was the young lady that uh Karen. Karen? Karen was uh oh she was great man. Karen our point awesome. of contact for yeah. the night. She gives Karen's a good name. She yeah. A, yeah, she's a good Karen. <laughs> she's yeah. she a good, she good Karen she's over good there Karen. center stage. Uh, and uh, shout out to everybody that came out. We had a great time. The audience was amazing. The couples we pulled on stage were amazing. Um, all right, I don't know if this is going to be problematic. No, just it, go for it, it is. Whenever you whenever What's you on? ask if it's going to be problematic, you're safe. Do you think Twitter owes us an apology? Um, Twitter owes us an apology. I like where you're going with it, even though I don't know where you're going with yeah, it. Yeah, where you going with that? Are we allowed to ask for apologies? I don't ask for apologies. I demand them. <laughs> <laughs> apologize to I me. Dem- I demand <laughs> an apology to whoever out there owes. Do you me think one. you get a sincere apology when you demand one? Um, no, no you never get a sincere not. apology. Okay, so a few weeks back, the Twitter sphere, some of the Instagram streets, had put some adjectives on our name. We, we, we know what canceling is and the uh, lack thereof of it. I know where he's going with this. Some adjectives were thrown 
I'm never mad at people trying to cancel us. Oh, yeah. But it's when you put certain words next to my name, it does bother me a bit. Yeah. I believe we were, uh, and for those that don't know, we did a, a sketch with J. Alphonse. That Shout out to J. Alphonse. Congrats to him and his wife. They got married. That, hey. And I'm, I'm going to pull this card. Y'all just weren't smart enough to get, <laughs> I didn't think it was that hard to understand what we were getting at in that sketch, but it came across to a lot of idiots as homophobic. And they called us a lot <sighs> of mean really names. mean names. <laughs> they did. As far as our stance. <laughs> they did. They had a lot of evil things to say to us. Specifically the gay community. They said we were homophobic. They mm. said we were insensitive assholes. Yes, mm. out of touch. We were stupid, out of touch. All kinds of things they called us. Mm. Um, I, I, just, I even feel like they called us the F word. Oh, absolutely. Oh. I feel like those were in there somewhere <laughs> behind Friendly. those hidden Which is such accounts. a weird thing to call someone you're claiming is homophobic. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we will have, you know, uh, Twitter sphere that last night we had a lovely couple meet, uh, come to the meet and greet. And yes. uh, a gentleman, oh, what was the gentleman's name? I know his, uh, his, his partner's wow. name was Justin. Wow, you homophobe. You his, don't even remember their names. His, no, his partner's name you was You don't even Justin. look at them as people. His partner. <laughs> <laughs> just content? No, his, his, his just, just content. content. <laughs> You're just no, content to no, me. No, his, his partner's name was Justin. I forgot yes. the other gentleman's name, but... He came up to me and Rory at the meet and greet and said, um, "Biracial you know, couple too. Bi- a biracial. I don't think no. Oh, that's interracial. They were inter. Wait, what? Well, what's the difference? Look, whatever, man. They're in love. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. They were, we they didn't were, get their twenty three and me charts. Yeah, we don't know if they were biracial. We don't know. They were uh, interracial couple. Interracial couple. And they 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 came up to Rory and myself and he told us how watching the podcast, listening to the podcast, and listening to Rory and and and, and myself talk over the weeks uh, made him comfortable with coming out." to his friends and his family about being uh, a homosexual. Mm. And um, me and Rory looked at each other and was like, excuse me? (laughs) Because if you sit down and read the comments and you feed into things, you really feel like it's a consensus that everybody feels like this about Rory and myself. Oh, they're homophobes. They're this, they're that. They don't care. And it's like, we know we're not. But sometimes when you just read comments all day, not even close. But when you read these comments, you're like, damn, like, what do, do we say things that make people feel like this? And for that, for that gentleman and his and his boyfriend to uh, come up to us last night and tell us, you know, exactly how comfortable we made uh, him with coming out to his friends and family, that was the all the, the confirmation we needed. Where we're like, and see, we're not homophobes. You think you saw the Gale skit and was like, I gotta call my mom. Yeah, <laughs> saw the skit and they he was get like, it. you know what? This is it. I'm coming out it. today. This is it. I'm not hiding anymore. So I mean, we want to thank first of all, thank those uh, those those guys for coming out. They were great. Sure. They came on stage, kicked it with us. And um, his explanation was was cool though, because he he was suggesting you know as most of us in the era that we grew up in, mm-hmm. sometimes you know people older than us it was a homophobic environment. Oh, absolutely. Words words were thrown around. It, it wasn't the easiest uh, place for someone to come out as gay. Oh, absolutely. And he was saying like he grew up in in that type of environment. Knows we did and saw how comfortable we are with that community. How much we don't care. Yeah. And he was like that shit made me feel like if if y'all are so cool with it. I think all the people around me will be cool with it because I was so scared because I grew up in that environment, they wouldn't accept me. Listen, we do know and we look back at a lot of things we used to say as younger younger guys, younger kids. Uh, we, we could look back and see how if somebody amongst our crew were uh, homosexual, that it would, like, uh, it would probably be hard for them to be themselves and admit like, hey guys, I know we crack jokes and yeah. things like that, but I'm actually gay. And, but um. You know, as men now, knowing what we know, it's just absolutely stupid for anybody to, you know, look at other people, 
uh, and how they love and who they love and feel some type of way about it. Love who you love. Be yourself. Be who you are. That's one thing that we stand on over here. We are who we are. We do what we want to do. We have fun. We respect each other. We respect ourselves, most importantly. And we just, you know, live life and and, and have fun, man. And and it was just beautiful to have that couple come out last night and, and kick it with us and, and, and talk to us. And we had a great time. We had a great time. So shout out to that couple. I'm sorry I can't remember the other gentleman's name, but... Justin, I do remember Justin because he was on stage and he just was, everything that he said to me last night was funny. He had a girlfriend and then now he has a boyfriend. And then I said, oh, so you're bisexual? And he told me, no, I was never bisexual. And I said, Justin, I can't figure out what the fuck you're saying right now, but I, I love, love you anyway. And, and also, Justin, I don't know if uh, Julian, you took his email down or Peach or somebody. Justin, reach out to us because we want to send you guys uh, merch back. But See, we send they, gay people merch. Yeah. Free. <laughs> I feel like we're arguing against yeah. our, our point. Yeah. We can't be homophobic. Yeah, we send no. gay people merch. I can't yeah. be racist. Free merch. I, have, yeah. I yeah. voted merch. for Obama. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they were the first couple. For those that don't know, on our live shows, we, we do bring couples up on stage and we play, you know, whiteboard games, certain questions, our version of never have I ever type shit. Yeah. And they were the first couple. And as progress, progressive as I did feel, when they walked on stage, I feel like everything he said to us kind of just went out the window of this safe environment because everyone's like, "Nah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." Like the whole, I was like, "Fuck!" And, and here's the crazy: this part. is not a safe environment. But here's the crazy part: we're in Atlanta. Like, <laughs> that crowd, if any crowd, oh, no. should have been absolutely. You, you know who said nah? Yeah. It was the. Yeah, Never yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> he was there with his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah it was, exactly. It was the down lowers like, uh, nah, wait. Yeah, they're like, they're living it? their truth. Yeah, fuck like, them. Fuck Damn. them. I wish Boo. I could. Clenching his fist yeah. underneath they're the They're out of the, the closet. Suppress it. Yeah, like, <laughs> the fuck is wrong you with look this look so party? happy. <laughs> oh, man, but it was a great night, man. I, great I was night. nervous uh, for both of us when they came out, though. It was the first time with a live show I was lightweight nervous on how we were going to handle something. Because I was like, all right, we got to get the jokes off. And I believe in equality for real. So y'all going to get the same jokes that everyone else has got. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat this because mm-hmm. we have to tiptoe around the shit. Yeah. But there was no edit button. <laughs> no, there was not. I was no, live. That's where the fuck I was nervous. Live phones, cameras were out. Phones I, didn't know, were out. I didn't know how much of the Bronx was going to come out of mall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I'm comfortable being was, around those guys. I was man. nervous as fuck. I love when he guys. said when he said no, nah, like I had a girlfriend, and Mo was like, "Well, how the fuck that work?" I was like, "Shit, this, this is this is gonna listen, go off man, the rails. People are gonna tape it." But that's see, but that's the beauty in it. You gotta have those type of conversations where you just like, "Yo, well, keep I, it how real." The fuck does that work? Like, yeah, yeah. like I don't care. I'm not mad. I don't. I'm not judging you. But just walk me through it. Justin. Well, his boyfriend <laughs> said to me off off mic when you were talking uh, to Justin that he's like, "That's how it usually starts." Like. We have to hide it so we get a girlfriend. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's how it happens, though. And that's, and that's the thing, like, when you see guys that are, like, extremely homophobic and you got to kind of look at them like, man, why are you so bothered by that, yeah. bro? Like, what's oh, up, sure. man? What's we up? still ho- You still live in my building. Like, I'm going to see you every day. Like, I'm not going to stop talking to you. Like, what do you just, mean by that? Just get that off your chest. Yeah, well, what you mean by that? What you mean, by what that? You mean <laughs> ill when you see two men holding hands? You act, you know like, you act like, like they, you act like they you, took your pension. Yeah, like why? Are you, yeah. Fuck you so angry. What do you mean by that, bro? <laughs> why are you so upset about that? But it was a beautiful night. Um, another couple that came on stage was was Big Said and uh and his girlfriend uh Wendy. Yes, I liked Big Said the poet. Oh, the poet. Cedric Blatch. Uh, he had a, he had a, he had a, uh, an amazing poem uh, poetry pen. book. Uh, Scott, what is it? Scott uh, Scissor and Tape. Yes, yeah. Scissor and Tape, which um, I think had a couple. Entendres or meanings. Yeah, I thought it was neither here nor there. Lesbians are banging, banging vages, but uh, yeah, you had to like, make it to page forty-eight to find that. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, here we go. Let's just roll out all the gay, uh, the gay couples. But um, 
he had a, a poem, a poetry book that he wrote, and uh, he gave everybody from the crew a book, uh, which was dope. And they were great too on stage uh, last night as well. I was I was blown away in London when that person, that gentleman, had said that he named his son after me, and I was like, that can't be true. You just liked it. And he's like, no, you. I'm like, a well, kid is no future. Now. And he's a red hearse. <laughs> and, and he's a red. Like I don't know. I don't know what's weirder though. Some, I think a guy saying Rory and Maul are the reason that I was comfortable to come out of the closet. <laughs> it's way crazier than someone named I their just son wanted after to know me. what moment, what was the moment that made him like... Uh, he told us it was... Um, the J-Skit. It, it was a, just to talk about us being like, yo, why are people so weirded out by gay couples? Like, oh, so it was yeah. an actual... Okay. Yeah, yeah and, I, and like, I just think overall that, that he probably grew a recap up at the around box. people... <laughs> no, it wasn't <laughs> a recap of Rosewood. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Julian is fucking sick. No, that wasn't the moment where he was like... He heard that. God damn like, it, they went to the box, I'm coming out. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> is that is that what's going on in the straight streets? Yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm out. Yeah, I'm going to do this gay thing, bro. Fuck it. Like, I can't do that. I can't do the box. No, I can't do it. Kitty cat is not my speed. Yeah, no. Pour is milk it? all over yourself. Yuck. Um, Wait, no. Was there any other highlights? It, it was just a good show. Uh, great show. All the B. Simone. Oh, uh, B. Simone and, and Meg, Megan came your, out. Your uh, energy in no the for green sure room pod. was a little different. Mal's, yeah, man. Mal's phony. We we have to bring you to to center stage here. Yeah. No pun intended. I, I, you got to come to the podium. Man. Just that y'all me and trying, Megan was mad. You y'all you was trying, giving it up in the green room. Y'all are mm-hmm. trying to make me and my friend a couple, and we are Friend. friends. We are just. That's okay, Mal. I have friends too. We can just be friends. Why can't we just be friends? Okay. Well, for those that weren't at the show. We mm-hmm. played Truth or Dare because sometimes it's fun to play kid games when you're an adult. And uh, Megan dared. Never lose sight of the kid games, Rory. Yes, you know. Well, uh, out of context. Wait till we bring Seventh Heaven back as adults. Seventh Heaven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> seven I'm waiting for that one to come back. Seven minutes of Heaven. Seven minutes in Heaven. It was. Seventh Heaven was a CW show. It was, yes. It was. Yo, Seven Minutes of Heaven was a weird game because. Seven minutes is a long, a long time. amount of Making time. out yeah. for seven minutes is it's fucking crazy. Yeah. In a closet? We did sick shit as kids, man. Why we just turned the TV on? Like, it's a TV right here. Like We don't have to sit in the closet and just oh, look yeah. at each other and start kissing. Like, we got to bring spin the bottle back. Yeah, let's bring all the games back as adults, Rory. Um, but we played Truth or Dare, and, and Megan had dared Maul. And he, he said dare with his chest. Like, he was mm. down for whatever. Dare. And Meg was like, all right, post a picture of be Simone on your IG with the caption of, of what she was giving up in the green room. And Maul was like, yo, I got mad plans for B. She's oh. my rib. 2023 is ours. <laughs> my rib. Pow- he's, he's vegan. Power- yeah, I thought it was insane that <laughs> somebody so, would call a woman a but rib. But see, Eddie, that's my thing. I'm clearly joking. And now they want to bring it on stage. Like, nah, post like, bro, that, those were jokes, it was, man. It was where he said it out loud, hashtag power couple. I was like, I don't say the power <laughs> I said, I was walking around the green room, hashtag power couple. I was like, see what I'm saying? Weird. I said, hashtag power couple. No, just walking no, around the green room. <laughs> hashtag us against them. Well, everyone was like talking was in the green around room, the room like puff. Out. Like I was inspired. It was crazy. We were all hanging out in the green room talking. Drama was there. All the guys were talking music and you were just in the corner mm, on the I couch. Corner cuffing. Eden, you have footage. I was everywhere but in the corner of that green room last night. I don't remember. I don't remember. Touchy feely. <laughs> you, was, you was plato- is- platonically touching her knee. So I was she had on jeans. Was. No, she, I'm talking about she had a, <laughs> she had a whole You could not see her knee. She had a whole shirt with her arms and her back out, bro. Mm. What are you talking about? So I said, Oh, you look a little ashy. I have some lotion. Oh. And she's like, I know oh, I need you lotioned some. her back. No, I didn't lotion. No, Megan oh lotioned my her. God. See, this is what I'm saying. I offered my friend lotion because she was ashy, and now you're asking if I lotioned her back. No. <laughs> B Simone and I are just Friends. I believe you gave her a shoulder massage at one point. 
last night? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, Yo, you she, look so tense. You know, because she's a little nervous. B is a little nervous, even though she's a legend and she's an icon. She's uh, She still gets a lot nervous before going on stage and she likes to fart and throw up and things like that. So <laughs> I was just so, making sure she was okay last night. Just the sequence. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. So you was in, when she had the runs, you were in the bathroom with her? Well, I was offering her some hand. spray and I had baby wipes in my bag as well. So I was letting her know if she needed anything, I was the guy. You were there. Gotcha. Just being a great friend. Wow. Being a great friend. Shout out to Crystal. They sent us... uh. Some side, some side chicks. Yes, they did. Uh, some, some tater tots. Yo, this is not an ad. Mm. That was one of the best chicken sandwiches I've had the in a really long time. They, they, I want to know what mm-hmm. they season that fucking bread with. Oh, you know culture. what they season with? Culture. Oh, I thought we were going to go down. <laughs> side chicks. Br- Britney's box. Yeah. <laughs> Just rub it on a box oh, and yes, throw it in that the, good old Britney Renner oh, sweat. Yeah. Throw it in the grease. Yeah, <laughs> dip it right in Britney, Britney uh, Renner grease. God. Um. But yeah, it was it, it was fun. I, I wish you would have taken the dare, and we could have taken that to the it. next level. I thought about. It. I was like, nah. And then I I couldn't try to save it because Meg's married, so that would have been weird. And I feel like yeah. I just have a feeling like her dude used to play in the league. She just gives me nah. like I date linebacker <laughs> vibes. <laughs> nah, nah. Meg is cool, man. Shout I love to, Meg. Shout out to Meg. Shout out to B Smo. No for sure, pot. Um, thank them for coming out. I feel like somebody else came out. Drama came out. We did. We did a drama, Atlanta yeah, versus. Drama. He he smoked us in in the <coughs> verses. Shared some takeoff. It moments. was shared some 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 dope words. Some uh real sentimental words about uh takeoff. Uh, rest in peace. Um, but yeah, it was only right that drama smoked us in the verses. I mean, oh, it's DJ ab- fucking drama, man. Absolutely. We had some fans come on stage and rap out of nowhere. That was fun. Yeah, that was dope. It was um, dope. That was great. Shout out to Molly. She uh she bought us some juices. Yeah, uh, I took a I drank uh, some of the ginger juice that she bought me last night, and I woke up and completely emptied my bowels today. So thank you for that, Marley. <laughs> I that mean, ginger I, ran right through me. I like a woman with balance. She she can press juice and knows all the words to knock a few bucks. Oh yeah, you got to listen. Culture. Balance. That's part of the culture. It's my Shake that ass and then release from that ass. So uh, we, uh, that's uh, exactly what I did uh, this morning. <laughs> I, I was Fuck. exhausted, and, and typically I would have went right to the hotel. Uh, but it was Julian's 30th birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, Julian. Woo. Happy birthday, Julian, man. Thank bow, you, bro. Bow, we bow, appreciate bow, everything bow. you do. 30 is a big one. So I was like, man, let's let's go to a strip club. But our show ended pretty late and it was a Sunday night. So all the good strip clubs for some reason were closed. Yeah, and we ended up in a fucking hellhole of a fucking place. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, we went to a truck, truck stop <laughs> that happened to have naked women. Yeah. Uh, what was that called? The pink nipple? Pink pony. Pink pony. Excuse me. There was a lot of pink nipples. There was a lot of pink nipples. Oh, man, the pink nipples were everywhere in there, including yours, Rory. Uh, but we well, my shirt was on. The, was it? Oh, I thought you had. I hadn't seen on. a white stripper in a long time. That was weird. Oh, you saw them all there. <laughs> like, when was the last time you seen in a, Atlanta. Bu- a bunch of white strippers? <laughs> in I was like, damn, they it make felt you like the strip club in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, right. Oh yeah. It there felt like go. a strip yeah. club in the fucking uh, movie from the eighties. Oh, and it, it's it smelled like. Remember when you could smoke cigarettes in bars? Yeah. It it brought me back to when my dad, which I think someone should have stopped my father. My dad used to bring me to bars when I was like a, a baby, mm-hmm. and it just reeked of Marlboro cigarettes. In the yeah. paper, it just brought me back to my childhood. Yeah, <laughs> yikes! It was a, it, it was a good it was a good night though. It, it, it served its purpose. We just needed some way to go and just chill, have some drinks, and mm-hmm. you know we got to see some pink nipples and pink asses. So at the Pink Pony, uh, it was crazy that you had to pay to get in. It was $20. Um, and then they charge you. For, you can only Yo, the take valet out. was the funniest thing in the world. Oh, God. Valet it was twenty. <laughs> literally feet. drove your car 10 feet and was like, yeah, that'd be $100. <laughs> Bro, we could have did that ourselves. I didn't he know charged, what was- He charged Shorty $20 to literally <laughs> take his foot off the brake and then put it in park. <laughs> he put it in neutral. And then we, and then we, then we, then we drove it out. <laughs> yeah, sick as hustle. Oh, give you the key back. Yeah. Like, fam, I could have did that, what you just did like twice. Like, it's, uh, I don't need to pay you for that. And I felt like I got, got afterwards because 
I went into the ATM to go pay him. Yeah. And when I came back out, he looked at me like he forgot. I was like, I should have stayed inside. <laughs> no, He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, now it's 20. I'm like, man, do you even work here? <laughs> no, the front, you have to pay to get in. Naturally, we don't just walk around with cash. So I'm like, okay, I, can, I have to go to the ATM to get cash. Yeah, Especially okay. in Atlanta. Leave mm-hmm. me your ID. I said I have to leave my ID at the front to go get cash from the ATM from yeah. the spot that I'm going to be now inside. Mm-hmm. She said, yes, okay, cool, go do that. It's $10. Every time you withdraw money from the ATM machine, and it's only increments of two hundred dollars. Yeah. God damn! Wait, really? That's yeah. what it. Yeah, that's a, I took out money in the and, hotel for. A and so you know, when I'm thinking, okay, it's Julian's birthday. We're gonna have a night. I said, you know what? I'm gonna get a thousand singles. Let the whole crew have fun tonight. Mm. The, the, damn! The, I, the, the yeah, waitress, am, I, am I in the crew? Where was I? <laughs> I didn't get a dollar. No, listen. Julian was there right there. The waitress said, "Okay, if you get a thousand singles, you can't get any more until you throw that whole thousand. Oh yeah, monitor and look at me. me. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You're gonna monitor me? Oh, check your pockets. I was about to say, yeah, what you, check, like, did he throw everything? Check him. Oh, what, what is this? Like, where am I? I've never heard anything like this. I said, wait. So I have to completely throw all of the singles I get from you right now before I can get any more. Yeah. She said yes. <laughs> I said, I've, ma'am, I've never heard of this policy. This is preposterous. In, in, we're in Atlanta. If if anywhere is a strip club town, it's Atlanta. What are you talking about? She said, that's the rules. I said, you know what? <laughs> I said, you know what? I'm going to go get these 400 singles and that's I'm going to have rules. a good night and that's it. $20 for 400 singles plus I had to pay another $10 to get the cash to get everybody in which I had to pay $140 $20 for seven people. Yeah. They really got us because I did the same thing yeah, to no get it. I paid for every- or maybe it's two different crews. No, listen, it was, the crazy, it, was the craziest, it was the craziest night ever. And then they charged us 100 for that room. For that room. The Skybox. The Skybox which had a Oh, that was wall. only 100 bucks. Yeah, oh, that was that was good, right? That was never totally worth it. That was a steal. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) holy shit. Yeah, I would have paid a thousand dollars for that shit. And there was only like half of us in there too. But overall, listen, man, we had a great night. Everybody got home safe. One of the strippers came up to that skybox and said, "You want to do a private room?" I said, "No, I don't want to go in the bathroom stall with you. (laughs) (laughs) Private rooms and this shit." Um, Mm. But yeah, we had a great night. Everybody got home safe. Um, and that's the most most important important, part. You know what I mean? So. Shout out to the Pink Pony and shout out to all the girls that worked there. We had a great night last night. Rory, can you mention uh, your payment method uh, from the Pink Pony? Remind me. The process. So Rory was uh, paying it all off, you know, as typical on the company card. Uh, and they asked him for a fingerprint. Oh, oh yeah. God. Yo, all right. Wait, that was what? one of the... Thank you for reminding me about that. Yeah. So I paid the check, uh-huh. uh, did the tip, everything, swiped. She gave me my ID, my card back. Like I was getting ready to leave and okay. she was like she came with like this little square and she was like i need your fingerprint i said for what and she's like oh we just we need it i said did my card not go through like do you need to swipe it again she said oh no no everything went through i said so why do you want my fingerprints <laughs> and she's like it's just something we do here i was like i'm not giving you my fingerprint like it's like you're not, not happening i already paid you it's done and she's like okay that's fine and then i was like why were you so easily Persuaded yeah. for me to say no on that. <laughs> I guess it's like collateral, but it's like it doesn't make sense though. Yeah, no, it's for artificial. Like she pushed for it, yeah. and then I said no, and she was like, "Yeah, that's fine." I was like, <laughs> it's "No pushback." No I, I'm very confused right now. No, that, she did the same thing. She said, "Yeah, um, I thought for that section that we got that you had to buy. Cause, you know, we come from New York, and you get a section like that, buy a, a bottle. bottle. That's how yeah, you get a section." So she, I was like, "Okay, we'll get a bottle. I guess of you know whatever they want to drink. All of the, everybody said tequila." Mm-hmm. I said, okay, so get a bottle of Casamigos, whatever, whatever they want to drink. So yeah, that'll be like four fifty. I was like, okay. I said, but damn, for a bottle, like I was like, I don't drink. He doesn't drink. You know, I was like, maybe like 
three of the girls they drink, but mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not gonna force them to drink a bottle of tequila yeah, by yeah, themselves. Tequila, yeah. She's like, Oh no, you don't have to get a bottle. Yeah, we got Heineken. I said, ma'am, yeah. why am I having this conversation about a bottle with you? I said, just bring me seven fucking shots yeah. and let's get out of here. After everything I went through in London, anything would have been fine for yeah. me. I'll I was say, like, yeah. can we do the London comparison? Because I feel like... There is no comparison. The pink it's, pony wins by a fucking It's, land it's not even close. It's not even There's no, no bottle blokes, no bottle close. boys. It's not even close. They, they actually brought the liquor yeah. we paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Not a carafe the or some pony, well tequila. The pink pony wins by a landslide. If it's the verses between the pink pony and whatever that fucking a hole of in the wall we were in in fucking London it's the pink pony by a landslide listen man I the older I get well that strip club in particular because strip clubs in Atlanta like Magic City the ones that we usually go to and rest in peace to Follies man I just want to have a moment of silence real quick legendary those are more like social like you go with girls you can even go with your wife you Mm -hmm. go with family like it's it's a thing Mm -hmm. that was a a regular old school miserable old single man strip club. Yeah. Like I was observing that strip club way different than I've looked at anything in Atlanta. I was like, this could be my future. Yeah. Those <laughs> if, are one of the strip if clubs. If I don't get my act together, <laughs> I, I don't could, stay on the straight and narrow. I could be this old lonely man asking, is diamond working tonight? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, those- Just ashing my Marlboro. Like, yeah. <sighs> I made the and right choice. I'm never, I'm never settling down. <laughs> <laughs> that look like these one women of those can't clubs contain me. That does great numbers at like one in the afternoon. Oh yeah, yeah. I look like it's rocking sure. in there Absolutely. one in the afternoon. But I'll never go back. <laughs> it was never go back. Even though I did meet a beautiful young lady in there. Uh, got her name. Damn, fuck. Good, but she was great. She looked amazing. Good. I'm sure it wasn't her real name. So it's no, fine. it wasn't her yeah, real name. Probably. But uh, since we've been down in Atlanta uh, over the weekend, uh, we got a, a few good albums that came out. Uh, we officially got the, the numbers for the Drake and 21 Savage, uh, her lost album, which was... 411. That's crazy. 411. Which initial projection was 330, and then that jumped to 390, and then Jesus. they ended up doing 411. So, And I see they're, they didn't quite do what Taylor Swift did with the whole 10, but they have like 8 of 10 yeah. on yeah. the board right I mean, now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but we we did, did we not expect that? Um, I mean, amongst each other, we all agree that it's great. So I think yeah. we, as a collective, expected that. I don't think we had an expectation for what a Twenty One and Drake album could have really been, though. Yeah, it's, I don't, it's I, with, crazy for me because y'all know how I felt when, when yeah. the, the announcement came. I was like, I was so like, confused, but I was yeah, like, I get that. They have good, really good songs together. They had about four songs at the time together. Mm-hmm. I said they they have great chemistry, but. Honestly, the more I listen to this album, yo, 20, 21 got off on this shit. Yo, he kept he kept up. He now he 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 doesn't rap as good as Drake. We know that. Right. But he did what he needed to do at a very, very high rate on that album. The, the songs never it never went to a low point when he came on. Oh, they just not can't at either all. carried or heightens heightened the record. This 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 album to me, um, you know, this now solidifies, and I've seen 21 call out everybody from his freshman album cover. Um, but to me, this album definitely solidifies 21 Savage as a real legit artist, uh, yeah. rapper. Um, and while I do, I do like the fact that he's calling out his peers from his freshman album cover as well. I like that. Yeah, I do too. And I, I like that's the way, because it used to be who could rap better, but now we know hip hop has moved into, you know, a, a different place with lyrics. I like now the verses is the new way to say that. This, like let's let's do song for song. 
because now obviously no one's going to be like, yo, I rap better than you because that's just not what hip hop is at this point. So yeah, this I, I like loss, calling out. It should still be competitive. This Her Loss album aside, like none of these songs can be used in the verses. I think do we Do we think that he beats Kodak Black? He'd still win. Yes, I do. You think you think twenty one? I think twenty one. Even without her loss, I I think twenty one beats. Oof. I don't like that you didn't even think about. Yeah, that was no. Kind what? Of my... I've been thinking about it since he said oh, it. Okay. <laughs> you, you, I even went through Kodak's catalog. Like, hmm. I was like, I think mm. it'd be very close, but I think twenty one edges it out because he's done bigger features. Like, Kodak, I, yeah, I, I think has... I think a lot hits. Well, even though that's that's a twenty one record and Cole's feature, but. His catalog, I just think, is a little bit more diverse with who he's worked with, and certain records will hit different than I, I think what Kodak could. I, I, I love Twenty One. I, agree I, I don't sense. know. I don't know. I, I don't know if he beats Kodak though. Well, give me some tracks from Kodak. Yeah. Uh, so if we got a lot with J Cole, Kodak got. What's the uh, which wouldn't even be that high in Twenty One's catalog? Not, that, was, yeah. that was just yeah, a, that's an a example of a good example, something outside of his his typical sound. Does Kodak have a song, any song away from the Her Loss joints as big as uh, Super Gremlin? Um, ZZ, Rockstar with Post Malone, Bank. All right, bro. Bank account. Bank account. Bank account is definitely. Yeah, is bigger than Gremlin. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 21 has that X record too with Future. No yeah, art. Man. I, it, it's tough. Ball Without You. Glock in My Lap. Mm-hmm. Numb. I would love to see it. Yeah. I would love to see verses with him. And I mean, those were from that. Oh, no. It would, it, would be a, yeah. it would be a good verse. I'm not saying it would be like a wash or anything. It would be competitive. I just think 21 edges him out in it. 21 got some records. For sure. But that would be from the 2016 class. Those would be the two definitely top competitors. Well, who, Uzi, yeah, who Uzi was on that it? album cover as well. I mean, on that freshman list as that well. That is yeah, true. Yeah, I think from that conversation, it was Kodak and Uzi were the two that people were giving the most pushback for. Um, yeah. I see that they had a uh, versus on Twitter with, uh, little, uh, was it Kendrick and 21? Or Kendrick and... It's a weird versus. Who's yeah. doing that? Kendrick and somebody. And they said Kendrick was getting washed by, was it 21 or Uzi? I mean, I kind of doubt from either of the two. But that, how do you even do? They're, t- they're completely different. I, I wouldn't even know how yeah. to compare you know, that. You know how the Twitter verse does. Yeah, of course. They just take the most random two people and just pin them Slam against, them against each other. other but the say, point of verses is that like it makes sense. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, we think that's what the, the point of verses is. Sometimes yeah. they just grab two names and say, just let's compare their catalogs. Duke them out. I guess. I that's thought that was interesting, though. But um, shout out to Drake and uh, 21, man. That 411K is fucking insane. That's uh, eight of the top ten on Billboard right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great album, though. I feel like everyone I've talked to, album. like, it's a weird reaction. I feel like everyone quietly loves it. Like, anytime it's brought up, someone's like, "Yo, that shit is like actually really good, right?" Because, I'm like, yeah, yeah it but is. It's, it's because of the reason. Like I said, I felt like a lot of people did, if it came out of left field first mm. with the album. I don't think people was expecting it, and then it's like, oh shit, this is a really great fucking project. Yeah. And the fact that it's that much better than what a time I was, I didn't think that going into it. Do you think I, it's because of the shots he took it, uh, especially the women in particular on the album, that people don't want to publicly praise it? No, nah, nah. I don't think it's that. I think that I think that at this point, uh, a Drake album being good is not a surprise. Like any album that, that Drake is a part of being a good album, people are not surprised about. It. It's kind of like yo, it's Drake. We know the album is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. We understand he's the biggest artist in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like I think that's what it is at this point. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, but people are still hating on Honestly, Nevermind. 
Like, I, I, I don't know how people. I like, that I like the album, but I could understand that not being for everyone. And, and then, oh no, we know it's not for fair, everyone. Yeah. But it's a lot of music and a lot of albums that isn't for everyone. That I feel like people be like, "Yo, it's good album, it's but it's good. just not for me." Like I don't. Yeah. I think yeah. people just genuinely don't like that album, and I'm like, "How do you not like this album? Like, it's good know. music, and I get it. That's not everybody's vibe, right? But my thing is, music. Good music is good music. Like, mm. I, yeah, I didn't tell you I was. Going crazy to bad. Yeah, we was, don't know oh, what the yeah. fuck he oh, was yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. I know we saw the footage. Yeah, I yes. loved it. Great music. I'm like, the music is is amazing. Yeah, 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 I get yeah, it now. Yeah. I understand no, you, why he's the biggest artist. You was bad. He was bunny. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. No, don't we're do not, that. We're not Styles. We're not <laughs> don't ever call me an Eddie Styles and kiss. Yeah, you were Beyonce. He was Sasha no, Fierce. No. Oh wow. <laughs> um. Well, uh, speaking of 21 and new music, and I don't know how much I even want to get into this, but 21 was on on Clubhouse. I believe it was Clubhouse. Yep. And it was taken out of context because I did go listen to the actual clip, but but the headline said 21 Savage says Nas is not relevant. He just has a core fan base. And if you listen to the entire clip, 21 was more having a conversation and they were talking with people trying to figure out what the word relevant really meant in 2022. Mm-hmm. And at one point somebody <laughs> said, oh, if people 30 and under listen to you, that means you're relevant. I'm like, I just don't think that's the definition that's of relevant. That's so bullshit. But I can see someone looking at it that way because hip-hop, even though it's aging great, it's still a young man's game at the end of the day as far as what sells the most. And that's, that's why hip-hop's always going to continue. Right. Because the youth carry it, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if you can ever say somebody of that stature I'm gonna pull is up not the definition relevant. relevant. Hold on. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, you can say at, at the time right now, he's not the hottest thing moving. Maybe sales aren't what some of the younger generation is doing. But to say someone like that is not relevant in a culture that they help push forward, it's probably not, yeah, it's insane. more than uh, most rappers. is It's hard to say, especially when at the age they're doing, at the level of, of music they're making, like a Nas. Right. And the relevancy of seeing how hip hop could age, because he's from the first generation. KRS, uh, KRS, Big Daddy Kane, all of them stopped rapping. Run DMC stopped rapping. We never saw how hip hop could age. Mm-hmm. So I think he's relevant in the category of watching rappers get older and it not be corny for them to rap. Right. I'm going to read the definition of relevant. Relevance. Relevant. Uh, re- relevant uh, is closely connected or appropriate to what is being done or considered. Appropriate to the current time, period, or circumstances of contemporary interests. Mm-hmm. With that definition, Nas is very much relevant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess it, I guess it depends what you define is relevance off strictly off sales. Is relevance strictly off how many people you can pass well, into could, a venue? We could, like we could, I, I don't. We could, we could go semantics. Yeah. We can play word semantics on what. Well, I don't subscribe to the, to the white man's language anyway, so I don't really care about that <laughs> definition. Got it, but. But I'm, I'm for for 21 to say that Nas is irrelevant, and but then says he just makes good fucking music and he raps really good or whatever he said. 21 was not saying anything negative. The headline made it sound like of that. Course. If you listen to 21, what are you saying? He was not dissing Nas. He no, wasn't he wasn't anything. dissing Nas, but he was off a little bit because his words were Nas isn't relevant, and that's incorrect. Nas is very much relevant. He just had rap album of the year last year with KD2. Yeah. Right? Um, so yes, he's Nas is very much relevant. He has a great album out now, KD3. Uh, he's still rapping at a very high level. Raps better than most rappers, new or old today. Um, is able to make three albums with the same producer. Four. None of the albums sound anything alike. 
Um, so I don't know, you know what I mean? When you say relevant, it's like whatever your definition may be, cool, mm. that's your definition of relevant, but in the 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 definition of the word relevant, Nas is absolutely relevant today. He's one of many men in rap right now, one of the OGs that is setting course for future rappers who are young right now. Yeah. To keep on rapping. Absolutely. That is relevance in its prime. And he still raps better than most of the current rappers. And so, yeah, is is there a legend from that era that's putting out the same volume as well? Because absolutely not. No. Because no. you got to no. think, you got to think to to keep up with this era, people put music out a lot. Like it's not mm-hmm. fucking twice a year or pardon once every two years you put out an album type shit like even drake the biggest artist period has to put out a lot of music absolutely so i don't know any other legend that's aging so gracefully and keeping up with the volume of music you need to put out at a time right yeah and if you just want to get into kd3 i came here after kd2 and said i think this is the best one KD3 is the best one. <laughs> the fact <laughs> that this shit keeps getting... It gets better every time. And that's the point. That's why Nas is very much relevant. Yo, this album is getting ridiculous. Better. This album is amazing. Um, and it, I think it's not even close. It's a, it's a certified fact that Hit Boy is by far the most versatile producer mm-hmm. in hip-hop history. I was thinking just, just as a 32-year-old hip-hop fan, I couldn't be happier with... Her loss and KD3 coming out within two weeks of each other. Like, if you are complaining about hip hop right now, you're fucking. I don't know what the fuck. You're not relevant. You can't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not relevant. Your ears aren't working. You're not relevant, and you should fucking get outside more because there's a lot of great music out. Um, I, I've been complaining. The only thing I've been complaining about is replay value. I feel like a lot of projects don't have that anymore. We have two albums her that loss, have nothing but replay value. Her loss, high replay value. Like I can't KD3, wait to turn the Nas out. I can't replay, wait to turn on the. The Drake it's, is 21. Bro, and this is what it, this is, this is why I feel like this is the, you know, I know that the way we, we stream music and things like that, it may not be as beneficial for artists and, and the creators as what, as it was back when it was physical sales only. But the, the, the fact that we get this music and we get, like you said, back to back weeks, I mean, this is a, a great time. It's just a, a consumer of music, a hip hop head to just be, you know, alive because it's like, bro, we get all of this music. I can go from a Her Loss album to KD3. Yeah. I can go back and listen to KD2. You know what I mean? Uh, West Side Gun album that came out a few weeks ago. It's just so much dope art and music that we have available right now. Um, And again, back to Hit Boy, man. I just, it's, I'm just amazed at, you know, first of all, when they announced KD3, I was like... All right, man, please don't fuck up the trilogy that, that yeah. y'all have going because one and two are, are so amazing. Um, but, I mean, KD3, it's like, I got to start looking at them them two like, yo, what the fuck are y'all doing together in these studio sessions, man? Like, how are y'all able to create at such a high level, not fall off, not lose a step, but then, to me, one, two, and three sound nothing alike. At all. Not even close. And that's the amazing part to me. Like, it, it's not like I'm listening to the same projects and I'm like, all right, y'all are beating this sound into the ground. Um, it's, it might be time to close the chapter on this. These are three different, totally different albums. The content, the sound, the production, everything around these three albums is totally different. And um, it's only right that we salute both Nas and Hit Boy on just setting an example of working together, having the business right, and just... uh 
having the type of chemistry and the energy that they have between, because I like I see people going back to the uh, Twenty One Savage thing, just saying, "Oh, it's a disconnect between the older generation mm-hmm. and the current." Is it because Nas and Hit Boy is showing us that there's no disconnect at all? And it's, it sounds like now they are very much connected, and this is a a, a younger producer and Hit Boy with an OG artist Nas being able to create three pieces of 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 art together that are nothing alike and that are absolutely incredible. So, um, and this third one. You know, I love the features on, on KD1 and KD2. Hearing Lauren Hill was amazing. Hearing yeah. the firm back together was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Hearing Nas with Big Sean and Don Tolliver was cool. Like, I like the features they picked, but I love with this one, Nas carried the entire project. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really a need for any feature on any right. of that shit. Right. Like, which is crazy. The amount man. of rapping that Nas does to carry, how many tracks is it, Julian? 17? 18? A little over an hour. Like, yes, 17 records. The amount of rapping Nas is doing mm-hmm. carries the whole shit. It's it's incredible. I have come to a realization though, Mo. What's that? If you've been following my journey for quite some time, listeners out there, I've been very vocal that everyone on earth has met Andre 3000 besides me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I thought maybe one day would be my time. It hurt my heart. That when we were in London, we were going to go to Soul House. He ended up being there. I was like, fuck, man. That, that might have been my chance. Mm-hmm. Don't see him in Soho. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe the stars would align and it would take London for me to see Andre 3000. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. We saw Bottle Boys instead. Yeah. <laughs> Blokes. So I go to the Nas and Hit Boy KD3 listening party, which, which I haven't been to like one of those in a really long time. But because mm-hmm. it was fucking Hit Boy... And because it was Nas, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in there. Yeah. We can talk about that after. I wake up the next morning. <sighs> okay, at the KD3 shit, I'm in the, I'm in the section. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to big league you. I'm just, you know, trying to paint a picture. Big I'm league. in the actual section with Nas, Hit Boy, Mass Appeal, Static, everybody. Lit. Industry. I'm in, the right, I'm in the right section of if a legend or someone were to come... They would be where we were. Mm-hmm. And I stayed pretty much the entire time. And you're a legend yourself, so you, oh, were, right, you were right at home. Oh, thanks. Uh, in the legend scale of, of that, <laughs> Jungle was more of a legend yeah. than, that, <laughs> than I was. Um, but I stayed for a pretty long time, but way past my bedtime. We had to go to Atlanta the next legends morning. Legends don't have bedtimes. Right. Come on. So I wake up from my flight, right? Legends never sleep. And I'm just, you know, I'm just scrolling, scrolling through Instagram and shit. You know, doing, doing some double taps, doing some likes, looking at some money bags. Mm-hmm. And I see Elliot Wilson post this picture yeah. of Hit Boy, Nas, mm-hmm. and Andre 3000. In that same section? In the same fucking section. He was waiting for you to leave. Fam. <laughs> I was there for like three hours, Maul. Yeah, in three hour and minute two, that's when uh, Andre showed up. <laughs> they like, they, they, they texted him like, yeah, he left. Yeah, he left. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, Bro, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. I would like, I almost shut the place down and I, I walked in at the same time as Hit Boy. I walked yeah. in with Hit Boy. I, I have no words. I'm like, besides, this is just never going to happen. Yeah. This is never, and could you imagine all the pain I felt of all the photos of everyone in Andre 3000? My moment could have been me, Nas, and Andre 3000. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. But, it, but instead, it was just me and B-Dot. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Another legend. Yeah, just a <laughs> just a flick of me and B dot. See what you don't know is Rory uh, is uh, Andre was sitting across the street, perched on the rooftop, <laughs> sitting Indian style, playing his uh, 
Mayan flute. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he saw you exit the building, that's when he decided to uh, swoosh down and join the party and uh, said the red guy is gone and now I can enjoy the How am I on the same schedule? I went from London to New York. Uh, was he on my flight? Yeah. <laughs> Might have been. Was. Honestly, I think he was closer than you knew. Yeah. Imagine he was sitting uh, in coach the whole yeah. time in the middle seat. <laughs> you just miss him by like this much every time. Just missed Man, him, Rory. I was just like, missed him. I was actually upset. Like, yeah. really genuinely it has upset. To, you can't, but see, that's the thing about Andre 3000. You have to, you can't, you only see him when you don't expect. Like, when I, when I met him, I literally was just walking down whatever avenue that is that Macy's is on on 34th Street. Mm. And literally saw him standing on the corner of Victoria's Secret. And he was just standing there. And I'm walking and I'm talking and I'm just kind of, you know, you just kind of walk around Manhattan. We're, we, we're from there, so we're not really, we don't have the tourist head swivel. We just like looking down on our phone. And I just looked up and he, Andre 3000 was standing, just leaning on the wall of Victoria's Secret outside on the corner. And I looked and I was like, what's up, man? He's like, peace, man. He said, Rory not with you, right? Yeah. All right, what's, what's good? <laughs> he's like, Rory not outside, right? I was like, oh, I think he's home. He's like, all right, good. I could stay outside a little longer. <sighs> Rory, what would you say to him? Because this is something you've obviously Finally. made clear. Uh, I don't know what I, I... Here's the thing. I have a very, very short list of people um, I would ask for pictures with. Okay. An extremely short list. Well, and he's on it. So he would. I would ask him for a picture. So it's Andre 3000. Who else? Uh, Chappelle is on that. But the time I, I spent with him felt like too intimate and like it would have been really weird. Same with mine. I, I, I just didn't want to be that guy. We're having a cool conversation. I just, I, it would have been weird. Mm. Um, Yasin, most deaf, is, is on that list. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I, I might, D'Angelo, and I, I think that's where the list would stop. That's cool. For people I would ask for pictures with. You would not get a picture with any of those gentlemen. Let me just say that right now. <laughs> it's never gonna fucking no, happen. No, the fucking when I, when I was with Chappelle and them, go to uh, Aunt Clemens' Instagram when it's Aunt Chappelle, Jay Elect, everybody. Mm-hmm. I took the fucking picture. <laughs> I wasn't Roy, in it. You can see Roy's reflection <laughs> yeah. in the background. Your aunt didn't tag you. He put the, the camera emoji and, and, yeah. and tag you. Camera Rory. Yeah. Consequence had me in a headlock, so I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that that would be that would be my, actually you know what Q Tip would be. Speaking of that, Q Tip would be on that list, but I would never ask Q Tip for a picture because I just feel like Q Tip would look at me like I was fucking nuts. I, told I, you, I, I saw him at uh, when Joyce opened up for Kate Trinata. Q Tip was was up in like our little green room viewing area, and I was like, damn! Everyone on the list I would ask for a picture is someone that would look at you nuts for asking for a picture. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I don't know. I'm, when it comes to taking pictures, and I've been fortunate enough to be around some legends and icons and, and intimate settings and be a part of some really, like, you know, personal conversations. And it's just weird how you, in those moments you really just, you never even, the thought of asking for a picture doesn't even come, come to mind. Yeah. No, not at all. It's like, it's like I'm not even, like, I'm just honored to even be here having a conversation with you. Right. And, um, you know, it's like everything that I always thought about you is confirmed, like mm-hmm. super down to earth, uh, super personable and uh, just, you know, accepting and embracing and things like that. So it's like to end that with can we take a picture is just like oh, exactly it's a little like, weird. Like Chappelle and I had had and this is weird. I hate name dropping and yeah. talking like this. Yeah, Chappelle and I had a really cool conversation about 
rich people and poor people finding religion and the difference. Like at that point, it would be like, oh, how about a flick? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, just, Dave, you don't mind if we, uh, no, yeah, I yeah. do mind actually. Yeah, I would have felt more comfortable like, yo, can I get a sick? Can I get a bus down, bro? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to, to Eden's question, I don't know what I would say because they kind of like know already. You know, people, I would want to say thank you to Andre 3000. Like, yo, you have no idea what you're doing. He's heard that. Like, he knows. Yeah. He's aware that he's... A legend and the Has changed everyone's life. How much life. people love him. He yeah. doesn't need that from me to be like, I don't think three sex. Like, damn, I, I guess I am influential. You know what? I know. I, I found <laughs> so your end. There's nothing to say. I found your end with, with, with three stacks. You have to pick up the Mayan flute and learn how to play it. Mm. <laughs> to become his competition? Yeah. And then have a flute off. And then have a flute off. Flute off. Okay. Yeah. All right. Flute off the red nosed reindeer. Look. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> oh wow. Got him. <laughs> flute off. You would probably want me to dress as a leprechaun when I played the flute. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, you have to learn some steps, too. <laughs> you got you to gotta wear the fucking leprechaun Irish outfit. Jig. Yeah. Absolutely. Irish jig. <laughs> Do the little Irish jig. Ah. <laughs> Is that a pirate? That's your well, way yeah. in with 2000, but I mean, yeah, I feel like at this point, it's it's just never going to happen. I'm, it's going to happen. I'm just going to have to accept it. Third time's it. the charm. It's going to happen. It would happen like, you see how we were just walking up the block getting some coffee mm. and went to the store? That's how you bump into 3000. Where are we next? Dallas? He'll probably just be there. Yeah. In Dallas. Yeah. Just, with the yeah. flute. Most random places. Like, we would have bumped into three yeah. stacks coming out of the pink pony. Like, it's, if, it's most random that fucking been, night. If I crazy. fucking find out Andre 3000 is in Atlanta right now, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I'm pretty sure he's here. <laughs> it's probably my beer. It's not the weirdest place for you to bump into yeah, him at. I'll tell you it. that. No, but, like, go, our schedule. Like, he's just, yeah. he, he has the same tour routing as us, but he's not No, touring. he'll actually be in the, on this same couch later today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. He'll be right here in the Culture Lab later today. <sighs> well, yeah. It, it, it was a, a really cool listening event we we know how fucking industry listening events I was how home. they've aged i was home getting better i was fucked up um so i, I spent the day sean had texted us about that event mm. i couldn't make it though. i said bro i gotta sit in the house with this sweatsuit on and sweat all this shit out yeah so i could feel better coming down here and i did that that day off really really helped um i feel a thousand percent better uh today so mm. i'm glad you went though i heard i heard it was uh, a really dope event it was, it, was all just, the it was just fun. It yeah. was just a fun event. Right. And the album was amazing. So shout out to KD3, shout out to Nas, shout out to Hit Boy. You said uh, that Dave Chappelle would be one of the people that you took, you would take a picture with. Right? He would be on the list, yeah. Did you watch his monologue? No. From <laughs> oh, well, great. Of course I did. Okay, okay. Everybody in the world has seen that yeah, monologue you'd be surprised. by now. Well, I, you, I, I stayed it? up. Uh, I mean, I didn't do anything. What day did we fly here? Saturday. Uh, Saturday morning. Yeah, I, I stayed in uh, the hotel Saturday just because the flu was going around. Yeah. I didn't want to force anything. I, I stayed up and, and watched it live. I haven't turned oh. on a hotel TV and went to the cable in maybe <laughs> 10 years. Yeah. I was like, wait, where's NBC yeah, at? Chappelle will do that. <laughs> Chappelle, no, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And um, it was, uh, it was everything I think we expected, if not more. It was probably one of the greatest 15 minutes of speaking I've ever heard. It was just and call me a dick rider. Call me the honest. no. That, it's, it's that was incredible. It's not even. I don't. Again, it's. I don't think it's even close anymore. Chappelle is the greatest uh, of all time. Um, it's you know just the way he uh he leads into things, the way he sets things up, uh, his punchlines, his his timing, uh, his influx his influx in his voice. Mm-hmm. You know it's. Everything about it is just perfect. It's it's just genius. Um, you know, the way he introduced the whole Kyrie part of it. Mm. 
uh, Kanye was in so much trouble that Kyrie got it. That was just hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he started the way he started, like, and that Kanye is how you buy, buy yourself some more time. Yeah. Like, it's just that simple. You and that's what Dave is. He's perfect at sitting back, analyzing, seeing everything that's happening, going on, and then being like, this is how you stay away from that and avoid that. Well, ironically, for some reason, Kanye is probably one of the least articulate people <laughs> on earth. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and this is not me doing the Kanye cape or being one of those people like, you just don't understand Kanye. I really think in Kanye's head, he'd be smoking these conversations 100%. and these interviews, not realizing what's coming out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. In his head, he probably thinks he sounded just like Chappelle did on <laughs> SNL, except he's just yelling, slavery was a choice. Like, Kanye. <laughs> I did that. Kanye. Uh, I'm going Death Gone 3 on the Jews. Kanye. Yeah. Fell asleep. <laughs> Go to bed, bro. Kanye. <laughs> Yeah, I no. think, and again, this is not defending what he said or saying y'all don't understand. I just think Kanye, in his own brain, thinks he sounds like Dave Chappelle and how Chappelle articulated that shit, but just bullshit. I, I want to abolish steps. Kanye probably thought that was the most well thought out thing ever in his head, and yeah. just yelled out, "Let's get rid of steps." It's and like, thought that everybody's gonna be like, "Word, and we were all yeah, get, let's get rid of steps today." <laughs> like, I never even thought about that. Yeah, like, like we don't need steps. We need fucking, steps. I hate second. We have floors. elevators. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, yeah that, like that, when a fire happens, like who cares? Let's just get in the elevator. <laughs> that SNL, that SNL uh, skit, um, Dave Chappelle, man, just amazing to watch. Amazing to watch. Uh, and 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 you know, he echoed a lot of sentiments and and statements that Kanye made. But just in a way where it just wasn't as offensive, as harsh, as uh, disruptive. It's not in an attacking tone. And not in an attacking tone. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, like, I'm not it's, saying it's I've been to Hollywood. Nah, I'm not saying they run it, but there's a lot of them. Lot of them. <laughs> and and even, even to that explanation, because, of, of course, we understand why the Jewish community gets upset. At, they all run media. They control the world because that was the narrative that the Nazis had done to start the Holocaust, yeah. World War II, all that shit, right? I mean, if, if you think it happened, Kyrie. Um, <laughs> sorry. That was uh, even great. Like, that whole part was like... Yeah. But I, Chappelle explaining, and I hope a lot of the Jewish community listened with an objective ear to Chappelle when he said, I've been to Hollywood. Mm. One, one could start putting things together and feel that way. They may not be right. Yeah. But... When you go into Hollywood, you go into media, you go higher, higher up, a logical person could just put things together. It doesn't mean you're correct in thinking that. Mm-hmm. It's a correlation. But there is some logic in like, okay, everybody's Jewish. Yeah. yeah. Now that doesn't uh, mean you should spew hate speech towards them. Right. But the Jewish community has to have some understanding that- How people well, could like, think that. We could put some things together here. Yeah. That, that's all. I, I hope- Everyone really listened to Chappelle because I think he gave both sides it pretty, was pretty well. It was perfect. I thought the, the Ferguson, Missouri mm. uh, comparison was the perfect way to put that. Like yeah. a lot of black people in Ferguson, but we know we know they don't run it. They don't run it. Right. right. You could say the same thing with Hollywood, but you know, one one could think otherwise. That's so the line that's circulating the most uh, on Twitter, at least, is if they're black, it's a gang. If they're Italian, it's a mob. If they're Jewish, it's a coincidence, and you mm-hmm. should never speak about it. Mm-hmm. Genius. I thought that was a perfect way to calmly, subtly say, yeah, that's basically what it is. And and to even think 
why every time we would suggest that we have to shut the fuck up about it. It's like, that's weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I I thought it was perfect. I thought it was the best way to sum up everything that's been going on right now for everyone that's been arguing both sides on Twitter, Mm -hmm. Dick, Kyrie. Just watch that bit. Watch the Chappelle bit. It's the perfect way to address everything. And I like the fact that even he said it's for a genius who has, you know, become a genius at just speaking. He said it's hard for him to even talk yeah. in, during these times. Like, it's like I have to watch what I say and how I say it because, you know, everybody's offended. Everybody is upset. Um, and at the end of the day, listen, we're all human. We all come from struggles. We all have our prejudices against us. Yeah. Um, but let's have these conversations and let's break down these walls of, you know, hiding behind, you know, not being offended. Let's not be so quick to be offended. Let's listen to each other and find a common ground of understanding. So I thought Dave Chappelle did a great job of that and 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 finding laughter in that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like finding some laughter. Let's laugh at it. Like, listen, we understand some people are hurt and offended and we don't ever want to offend anybody and we don't ever want to talk to hurt anybody. But um, if it happens, let's talk about it. Let's talk about why. And um, also let's laugh during it, during the talk. So Dave Chappelle did a great job. Another uh, and feather and, in his and hat of genius. To learn. Even in the learn. sketches, the sketches were great. And the done. House of Dragons. That was great. Bringing Tyrone Biggums back. That, that whole club in the monologue, the the chain premise that he kept going back to with Kanye in the mid, like that was some of the most genius comedy shit I've ever seen. It mm-hmm. was like, and I'm gonna nerd out. And the amount of entendres that was in that premise of calling it back each time, mm-hmm. I Chappelle like. The amount of time that this Kanye thing's been going on to come up with that type of bit that quick yeah. is a different level of genius. And shout out to, to Nori and uh, EFN. Absolutely. Drink, Drink Champs got shouted out Great on shout fucking out. Yeah. Saturday Night Live. That's amazing. That was dope. So, that was dope. But yeah, the, the sketches, I'm sorry. I just wanted to go back to that monologue because I've watched it like 30 times. But yeah, sketches were great. Uh, if you guys want to talk more about Game of Thrones. I, I thought it was funny because of all the Chappelle show References. Characters and, and references on it. Oh. I didn't fully understand everything because I've never watched Game of Thrones or the new shit. So it's probably funnier to y'all than it was to me. Yeah, they, um, they did a good job yeah. of poking at certain things from the show itself. But I, I was just saying, like from a broader perspective, Chappelle and whoever else was helping writing these sketches, right. they did a I'm really sure good Neil, job. Neil was involved with the last yeah. two times he hosted. They did a very good job of addressing again all the social and political stuff, but through a really like simple basic comedic lens the barbershop sketch in particular yeah. just the one white guy in there that was you know completely not reading the room right and just missing the mark on every single thing that <laughs> which ever, is what happens and which happens all yeah. the time on twitter like yeah, that yeah. was a, a physical representation of twitter mm-hmm. like they did a really good job of driving home stuff Chappelle said in his monologue and integrating them into the sketches mm-hmm. so yeah shout and out just, to everyone that did that and just a little shit i find funny like Having a dragon light your crack pipe is just funny to me. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's just funny to me. Uh, that was pretty that was pretty funny. Yeah, it, it had me think because they brought back uh the haters from the haters ball yep. and, and Ice T, which yeah. was, was great to see him. It it did make me sad, man. Patri- Why? Patrice O'Neill would have been oh my God, in, in that sketch. He, he was and, part of the haters oh ball. Gosh, and and Charlie. Well, I don't know, man. Patri- Patrice, if he stayed alive. <laughs> No, I think Patrice, he, he might have been fucking. Patrice he would not have been allowed on Patrice, SNL. <laughs> Patrice would have been out of here a long time ago, man. Let's just call it what he's Patrice would have yelled Jew way before Kanye. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, years ago. Yeah, uh, he would have had to move to Ohio, but not by choice. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> Patrice O'Neill, rest in peace to the legend, Patrice O'Neill. Legend, O'Neil, legend. 
man, and, and he, he would have been so needed. We, we say that all the time, but I'll never stop saying it. he would have been so needed in this era. I actually, we're joking and saying we've been canceled. I think he would have became a superstar because the, the way Chappelle articulated everything that's going on right now. Yeah. Patrice is, is that level of intellect mm-hmm. as well. Like mm-hmm. Patrice would have been great to have us cut the bullshit, all the semantic shit and be like, bro, look what the fuck is going on right Somehow now. Somehow less filtered. Like, yeah, oh, it's, for sure. It's, Way less filtered. <laughs> Patrice O'Neill, your dog. <laughs> One of my favorite comedians ever. Oh my god, he's got love some him. great stand-up still on YouTube. He, I absolutely. watch them often. He oh, he also would have been, I think, uh, podcasting would be completely different if Patrice O'Neill was here, because I, I feel like uh, podcasting, of course, existed. But I think even shout out to Sirius, our partner, like the <laughs> Opie and Anthony days, where it was just like long form content. Patrice was always the star. He could mm-hmm. talk about anything. He could talk for three fucking hours. He was hilarious. He was articulate. He was intelligent. He started that long form shit. Mm-hmm. And if he had his own podcast, oh, he this would be off. this would be different. He would definitely be getting his shit. He off. would make. He would force all of us to not be as PC or, or toe the line on these podcasts because mm-hmm. we'd look pussy. Absolutely. <laughs> Rest in peace to Patrice O'Neill, man. Legend, icon. Um. Wish we had more time with him. Wish we had more time with him. Word. Um, but yeah, the uh, the sketch of the potato hole was funny. That was yo, bro. And shout out to, to all the uh, <laughs> the, the other comedians hole. in it. They they played that oh, like man. the corny perfect. news shit perfectly. Perfect man. Uh, that was a really good that that SNL was one of the better ones we've had in a, in a, in a long time. For sure, I, I think I would say when Bill Burr was on was probably the last time outside of Chappelle that I was like, oh, this is fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, man, we have a. Uh, I think Scissor's doing the next one, right? Scissor? Kiki Palmer said, "Was that real?" Yes. Shout yes. out to Kiki Palmer. That's that's big. Wow. Bro. Kiki Palmer is hosting Saturday Night Live. That's, that's fine. Congrats that's to her. Major. Shout out to Kiki. Did Palmer, you guys watch man. Nope? No, I didn't Not see. It. The, I didn't see Nope yet. I, when we were coming back film, from London, I was gonna watch it on the flight, but I, it, yeah. I fell asleep. Regardless of the film, Kiki killed that role. She she's carried. T- she's yeah. talented she as fuck. Kiki Palmer's talented, man. She's definitely talented. I, and I feel like she's still a little underrated. I wish she would make more music, too. I liked her music. Yeah. But shout out to Kiki. I, I will be watching that one as well. And SZA. I mean, of course, we know. Oh, man. SZA. But I hope, I hope that means we, we saw the uh, the uh, clips of the video that she's about to put out. Mm, that's S- oat milk. S- Listen, bro. No, that's oat. I know oat milk when in I her, see it. In her kitty cat. Julian, you know I know oat milk when I see <laughs> oat milk. Come on, man. That wasn't the Khalifa. SZA. Nobody can eye oat milk like I can. SZA got the, the good, good surgery. You know, like the proportional, like you look amazing surgery. <laughs> are we not allowed? To, all right, no, you are. Are we not are, allowed to say that are. she obviously no, got surgery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all the videos are. It's just, was always it's just her silhouette. So we haven't really seen her yet. The you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, we've just seen the. Oh, but you can see you can see shadow. The, you can see the shadow. You you can read the shadow. The shadow can look good on anyone. Not to say she doesn't look incredible. Uh, I've seen some we shadows, still haven't seen like, her in yeah, the light. I've seen some silhouettes. I've seen some shadows where I was like, I've seen my silhouette. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's not that good. It's gross. Yeah, I see my twelve o'clock shadow, Julian. Let me tell you, uh, looks nothing shadow. like looks nothing like Scissor. You know but, what's me when you see my shadow. But I hope that her her doing SNL that would confirm right that the album has to be oh, coming before sure. the years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, maybe yeah. even before November, like maybe some Black Friday. Would that be a good that guess? That would be interesting. Black Friday Scissor. That's my guess. Um, yeah, because we did think it was coming out around the. Uh, the uh, the Black Panther too. Mm. I think we we said that for uh, for a while for the last few months. So we not off. Maybe right before Christmas. Yeah. Or right before, like you said, the end of the month. 
or the end of the month, Black Friday, maybe. Mm. I mean, she's she's three for three well, or four for four mm-hmm. with with the records. I can't wait. Everyone knows how we feel about SZA, so I'm excited. December third uh, is when that's happening. Gotcha. December third. Oh, that's December third. All right. Then oh, SNL. Then, oh no, maybe we yeah. could get it Black Friday then, because she would perform after the album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me let. Let's go SZA album. Looking forward to it, Scissor. You look amazing. You sound amazing, and uh, we need we need some uh, male captions. So give us some captions, man. Scissor gonna give us some male captions. And as as much as I, I give her shit about accountability, I don't want her to take any bit of accountability on this album. <laughs> I love when she doesn't take accountability. Love it. <laughs> Classic fucking records. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? Where where are we at? Uh. Oh, those are the real Vogues. Well, the fake Vogues. Wait, will we get sued if we show it? <laughs> Oh, all right. If you if you're watching, we have the Drake and Twenty One Vogue YouTube.com forward slash. I don't know if this is real or official. If that's that's cool though. Fire. Okay. Yeah, we see it. Boom. Wow. What is the quote again from Twenty (laughs) One? You have to be political. (laughs) Twenty One Savage is not holding back. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, Should we talk about uh, the the Twitter disaster? Yes. I have my blue check now. How do you? All right. For those that don't know, Eden bought a verified check. We should have uh, got one for our account. I mean, I guess you have to understand why. Did you did feel it, verified after after that check came? No, I know I don't. Did it? Did it feel? Did it feel like a void in your life that maybe was missing? Man, that was not a void. My point was: did you look was in like, the mirror, like yes, fine. Yo, it was more special getting a green card or getting a verification on Twitter. I t- I only have my verification. <laughs> um, <laughs> But the point is, is that he's a verified for, American, right? I'm verified American for eight dollars. I got this is why we need to close wanted. our borders. Yeah, right. this is exactly why <laughs> got, Trump was got right. Illegal immigrants getting Twitter verifications verified on Twitter. They're, they're stealing our blue wall. checks. Now yeah, voice matters. Exactly. <laughs> that could have went to a white man. <laughs> Look for <laughs> a blue check. Yes. <laughs> the guy che- bar side at Pink It was definitely cheaper. <laughs> taking our jobs and they're taking our blue checks. Taking our blue checks. <laughs> God damn it! Get out, Eden. That's sick. It was very much cheaper. Like, is this country even ours anymore? Yeah, I don't know. It's just going it fucking it's running amok. <laughs> Run. But Edit, I like what Edit was like. You know, I just wanted to shake shit up. Yeah, shake I got shit up. Check. He said that in the green room. Yeah. Hold on. Like, to shake shit up. Hold on. Edit, nobody was shook up. You have to understand. People okay. were getting tight because people were getting a verified blue yeah, they check were. They were. for $8. Yeah. Let me tell you, that is now the value of looking verified on a, a social media platform. Absolutely. And we care about that way I, I had it valued at much. $0. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. For real. I'm still not verified on Twitter. Like, I, I don't give a fuck about that shit. I think we just put too much value on, on that little visual. Yeah. Way too much. It's well, the, let's the, talk about some of the fake tweets then. Oh, yeah. Well, exactly. That was the, that was the real big problem is that Twitter and Elon Musk was getting a lot of backlash because there was a lot of people that were you getting the verified check for eight bucks mm-hmm. and then making like fake like Woj accounts, fake yeah. CNN accounts, mm-hmm. and then just automatically. Ble- oh, the biggest one was LeBron James saying, quote unquote, LeBron James saying that he was like retiring from the Lakers or some shit like that or moving on okay. or going back to Cleveland, you know? Well, sports wise, but the, yeah. the biggest one financially was Eli Lilly which is a pharmaceutical company that provides insulin, said that they would start giving out insulin for free. Damn. And their <laughs> stock dropped millions of dollars. Okay, oh, but this, but shit. This is, this is, but this is the Twitter. 
This is the Twitter I grew up on, though. Yeah. Like, y'all wasn't around for yeah. the fake retweets. Yeah, like, yo, Had us saying some crazy disrupt shit. Disrupt some shit in the real world on Ooh. social media. This is the new version of, of the fake retweet. Absolutely. There was a four and a half percent drop in their stock after Damn. one tweet. After someone paid $8, they tanked <laughs> Love it. Four and a half I love it, though. You see what I'm saying? I love that. That's crazy. Yeah. Look at the world we fucking live in, man. This is the crazy. I'm telling you, we in a fucking simulation. Nobody won't listen to me. This I did is the that. sickest shit someone in the world. Someone tweeted from the fake Pepsi account, Coke is better. Bruh, see what I'm saying? I love it. And, and I'm sure Elon and the rest of the lizard people are having that control our, the the lizard control our taxes the people. Are, laughing, are just laughing. Like, look at you these. know they went in the inside of a volcano and just, just laughed look at the tweets. Yeah. From the inside of a volcano that was erupting. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at these mere mortals. Yes. They um, could never be in here. They'll never be reptiles like us. <laughs> Lockheed Martin stock dropped as well after a tweet that said, we will begin halting all weapons sales to Saudi Arabia. Israel and the United States until further investigation into their record of human rights abuses. Bruh. Did you see all the, the, the LeBron lying memes that were going around the last week? Oh yeah. my God. I love that. It was so just much. a picture of LeBron on the cash. was like, listen, Hope, Hope showed me 92 of the bricks. Uh, I was like, bro, I, you should be careful. I don't want you to lose those. <laughs> well, that, so the LeBron joke started after a, press conference of him talking about takeoffs passing and mm-hmm. saying how early in the Miami he had days their, their music in 2010 he had yeah. the, way before it even existed and then they showed a video the greatest A&R they, showed a, they showed a video a video <laughs> of Offset <laughs> in 2010 he was pop locking in a fucking bedroom <laughs> <laughs> They said they said LeBron had a Travis Porter record <laughs> they thought that that Bruh. was the makeup. wait hold on hold on LeBron said 2010. Yeah, he said man. he was in the locker room, and, and they tw- said fit, they were in they were in said, high school. He yet. said D Wade and everyone else was like, "Yo, who is this? Turn this off. It's corny." And yeah. he was like, "Nah, they the future." Yeah, they, they, they no, that's future. Out. I told him. I told everybody. I told him that was it. That's Migos. He said, "You can ask him." He was like, "Well, that was Travis Porter and somebody else you would play, but that was not the Migos." So we were all listening to watch the throne and yeah. LeBron was like, nah, I'm, nah, I'm not on I'm that. Not on this. Yeah. Y'all still on that? I, I had watched the throne in 99. I'm on some new shit. <laughs> but I, you know why I love that? Because it was a, it was, that has always been silently a thing. Like even during the bubble when LeBron had like the books that he was reading and those pictures came out and it was only on like page three the entire time. Like people have been slowly building this case against LeBron for Bro, a few bro. years and it's been funny, but I think like you said, the, the takeoff thing, which is when people were had enough. Like, yeah. all right, fam, 2010. All right, listen, we built our case against you for years. We're getting you out of here today. Today it stops. And I just loved it because it's like, first of all, it's LeBron James. We love LeBron, biggest one of the biggest athletes ever. But people have been silently calling LeBron on his bullshit for a few years, and they was just fed up at this point. No, I, I had heard that uh, in 2011, the first time that LeBron had met Quavo, he had on a Gucci sweater. And LeBron was like, nah, Versace. Versace. <laughs> <laughs> That's your lane. Someone posted Versace. a photo. Don't wear that. Don't Someone wear that Versace. Someone posted a photo of uh, JFK in the, in the convertible. <laughs> I told JFK that drop top wasn't a good idea the day before. Bruh. It's fucked up. We shouldn't laugh at that, but, but you know, we understand. It's the it's context. Like, Yo, yeah. dog, come on, man. Stop it. We love you, bro. Well, what else has LeBron? I... I mean, I remember during the bubble, those those pictures of him reading were very funny. Yeah. What what is the other lies that nah, has been? It was the, it was the one co- uh, press press conference when the dude was asking him about the Godfather movie. Oh, and oh, he was yeah. like, "Yo, what's your favorite quote?" 
And LeBron was definitely about to say, say hello to my little friend. <laughs> he said, you know, he said those movies are so long. You know, he goes, there's so many lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't name one. I can't name one. It's like when that reporter asked Trump, you're a Bible guy. You read the Bible. He goes, I know every single yeah. passage. He was like, what's your favorite uh, verse in the Bible? And he was like, can't name one. He's like, there's, there's so many, many to pick from. There's I like so them many. all. It was you the know, same like, approach. And then there was the press John, conference. John be talking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John. He be talking that talk. I had so much to pick from. There was the press conference when he was talking about uh, Liverpool and the, yeah. the soccer team. And the woman said, that, you know, our correspondent who's also talking is a legend on the team. And he goes, oh, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> then they asked her, like, the captain of England scored a goal or something. It was something along those lines. And he was like, I thought it was cool that he scored like that. And they were just like, what? Like You could tell uh-huh. they were like, yeah, LeBron. Like LeBron, we, it's just that people, we love LeBron, but it, people have been trying to call him out on bullshit for years. See, I didn't know. That makes years. that makes Kyrie's flat earth theory a little more palatable <laughs> now that LeBron's just giving it up like that. Dog, that fucking Godfather shit had me crying. He said he predicted Because he definitely Kobe's was about game. to say, say hello to my little friend, for sure. He said for he, sure. Those movies are so long. <laughs> You said he predicted Kobe's 81-point game, too. Yeah, he said, oh I told everybody the night before he's going to go for 70. Yeah. So I told everybody. I mean, that's not oh. a bad assumption of Kobe. It's just, it's just no, not it's just true. that LeBron just like, didn't say, say that. that? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody says, yo, he's going to go for 70 tonight. <laughs> Nobody has ever said that. Like, 70? Like, yo, come on, man. Stop, bro. <laughs> what are you talking? What, yo, what person has ever sat down and was like, you know what? He's going for 70 tonight. It doesn't happen, man. Stop it, bro. I'm just waiting for him to be like, yo, I told the Heat in the, lock, the locker room, Mavs was going to fuck us up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, talk about that. Like, yo. Yeah, you, how come you can't predict like, that yo, shit? Like, yo, I told him, yo, yeah, Jason JJ Terry. JJ Perea tore you up. Yo, J- yo, I told everybody, Jason Terry was going to average more than me. <laughs> he coming off the bench. I told him. Like, bro, say that. <laughs> like, say that shit. Like, he won't say that, though. <laughs> Jason Terry was killing y'all. Like, off the bench. <laughs> He averaged more than Braun. Are you kidding me? Listen, he, if he wants to read one page of the biography of Malcolm X, not much. I can't get over it. He said he knew the Migos in 2010. That's, That's crazy. Sick. And then he showed, they showed Offset. Were they the Migos? <laughs> they showed Offset like this in the room. <laughs> it was crazy shit. He wasn't even thinking about yeah, Braun. Yeah, no. Braun was on that. He was holding the camera. <laughs> he was holding the camera. Oh, my God, man. <sighs> Thank Ooh, you, LeBron. Rich, don't kill us, man. Please. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rory, uh, I know you don't like to talk about sports, but uh, some trying pretty- to call me, Trying to call me pussy? Yeah, nah. <laughs> some, some pretty big uh, big games last night. Joel Embiid had a crazy fucking game. Uh, 59, 11 rebounds, eight blocks, four bitches. Uh, all <laughs> no, kind Bron- of shit. Bron predicted it. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, no, Bron definitely predicted it. He said uh, Joel was going to go for uh, 70 yeah. last night. Um, Joel Embiid had a crazy game. Shout out to Joel Embiid. I think it's only uh, him, Iverson, and uh, Will Chamberlain now for that uh, for the Sixers oh, wow. that had games like that. Um, I like Joel Embiid, man. I, I just don't I don't know how happy he is in Philadelphia, though. You're not trusting the process. Well, I trust the process. I don't trust. I don't it's been tr- a long I, fucking process. I, I trust. Yeah, I trust <laughs> that the process has run its course. I think that Joel. Um, I just think that I don't think that he's happy in in Philly. I think that he he's 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 pretty much done with that city and ready to get out of it in and take his talents elsewhere to the Knicks. Oh, that wouldn't be that would be crazy. That would be crazy to have Joel in uh, New York. Um they would give the whole roster would just be, oh yeah, be just one be person him. on the court. Just one versus us. five. It'd be us. <laughs> us and Joel. Yeah. Uh Darius Garland had a good game, a, a crazy game last night for the uh Cavs. He had 51 points. 
He only missed like uh, five threes or some shit. He had a crazy game, but Donovan Mitchell wasn't playing, so he got lost. Yeah, they lost. He got some extra shots last night. Fifty-one points though, ten for fifteen from the threes. Some crazy shit like that. I like Darius Garland. I think that he's mm-hmm. uh he's one of the underrated players in the league. Fire. Um, mm-hmm. Cleveland is dangerous, man. Cleveland is gonna be a really good team. Uh, I don't know if Brooklyn wants to see Cleveland in the playoffs. I love Kyrie, obviously love KD, but uh that that Cleveland Cavs team is a young, uh, hungry, aggressive team, and um I think they about one piece away from really really being. Eastern Conference Finals like every year for the for the next few years. Um, shout out to Darius Garland, really good game. I like him a lot. Um, Your Lakers picked up their third one of the year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's only up from here. They beat the Nets. Good job. Listen, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Anthony Davis Lakers, at thirty-seven. Bro. I think they can win out from here. Yeah. Why not? Oh man, the fucking I see a Lakers, man. I, we 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 just I don't know, man. We gotta. I don't know. We got to we got to make some changes. Uh, I do like I do like Clearly. I do like the fact that <laughs> bold take. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, Damn. It's that's just, that's like when uh, I just don't even know what to say about like I just can't I listen, we've had our years of being bad. The Lakers you know Kobe had a few years of some really bad rosters and not really being a great team. But the, this the Nick Van Exel years. Yeah, I mean, but even those years, we even those years we we played better than this. Oh, I mean, of course. You know what I mean? Any it's, year. It's, yeah, like this is just I I don't I don't get it, man. I don't. And this roster is, you know, aside from obviously, you know, Anthony Davis and LeBron and, and Russell, those big names. The roster is just a bad. This is a bad team. It's bro. not good chemistry. This is a bad fucking team, and I don't know, man. It, I don't know. Good, good to get a win against you know the Nets. But uh, we're going to probably lose the next seven, but whatever. <laughs> uh, that's just how it goes with this team right now. Win one, lose seven. Yeah. Um, but uh, good, great news around the uh, sports world. Mm-hmm. Um, Rory, uh, you know, the last dance documentary with Jordan, we thought that that was, uh, you know, the, 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 the cream of the crop, last hoorah, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but Jordan and Pippen are indeed back. Oh, they're doing the big three or something? Uh. Oh, that's yeah, if you want to call three. it the big three, maybe I'll call it that. But um, are they doing like commentary, the podcast together? Nah, that'd be maybe. crazy. Making amends, ma- ma- making making something. Space Jam three, yeah, um, the family's together. But that, but not that Jordan Pippen, uh, Larsa Pippen, uh, Scotty Pippen's uh, ex wife and mother of his children, F- oh. futures girl, uh, futures ex, a uh, few other names on the list, if you will, <laughs> and uh, Marcus Jordan. Are oh. officially uh, have been spotted on beach dates. Who's Marcus Jordan? Is that like an actor? Oh no, this is a uh, this is a uh, the goat's uh, son, Michael Jordan's son. Yeah, and it's been uh, we've been getting pictures for a few months. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's official. It's Michael official. Jordan's son is dating Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. Michael, Michael Jordan, the Michael Jordan uh, son, Marcus Jordan is dating Larsa Pippen, the ex-wife. To Michael Jordan's uh, Batman, Robin, uh, you know the best two punch combo we've seen in the NBA history. That Scottie Pippen, ex-wife Larsa Pippen, is dating Michael Jordan's son Marcus Jordan. Giving her a different type of combo. So that is a different combo. That is a different package. That is a different (laughs) pick and roll that is being set. Uh, So his his ex-wife's father-in-law is Michael Jordan. His ex-wife. Like some Game of Listen, Thrones man. shit. No, yeah. Mike, Mike did take that personally. <laughs> yeah. 
He's yeah. never putting that grudge no, away. No, 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 no. Since no. Marcus's playing career didn't pan out, does this put him back in the conversation for, like, we know he's got the Jordan gene in him. Is this it? Ew. <laughs> Can't lose mentality. Can't just lose. Yeah. No, this is it. This is, I mean, listen, man. I, she used to, she, I'm pretty sure she babysat Marcus Jordan at some point in Do her life. Do you think Scotty would have went to Portland had he known this? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think that Scotty. Why didn't LeBron pull him to the side and say, hey. Yeah, LeBron, why are you going to say, listen. Jordan's son is eventually going to date <laughs> your current wife right now. That, I told him. I Where said, was LeBron? I see, do you see that boy? She babysitting. He going to grow up in a. Also, have you heard of the Migos? He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna, uh, he's gonna, he's gonna smash them cakes. Uh, smash them cakes. Yeah, it's just I don't listen, man. I keep telling y'all, everything that we think is impossible and will never happen is fucking happening. You say all this the isn't time. real though, right? All, like, this is really a joke. No, this is real. This is a real thing. They are. Uh, they've been spotted on a beach date, um, looking like a couple in my acting like a couple. This is like a, a nasty soap opera when like the babysitter eventually. It's like, oh, you're all grown up now. Yeah. Like, Ugh. this is... Na- Yuck. Listen, man. <laughs> and how did they meet? At Thanksgiving? Like, this is fucking weird. Probably they met in the 90s when she was babysitting him. <laughs> yeah. She was babysitting at the hospital. <laughs> at the hospital when he was born. At the fucking... At the fucking <laughs> arena. Fucking, at the United Center. It's her godson. Yeah, at the fucking this United guy? Center. This is the craziest yeah. shit ever. We're in the fucking simulation. I yeah. keep telling you guys this shit. So, we'll have to wait and see what comes of it. Um, you if know, you're, If you're Scottie Pippen, what are you doing? If I'm Scotty Pippen, yeah. Oh, I'm stepping to Mike immediately. To Mike, yeah. We got to fight. Wait, why Mike? And like, you know how you that's have... your son. Okay, get your son's fucking balls off my ex-wife's <laughs> ass. The fuck you mean? You know when you have like parents, <laughs> like your parents' friends that you call uncle, aunt, and then their kids are like your cousins that's type of situation. Yeah. So like, what if that was the case with them? That was his auntie. That wasn't his auntie. Is that now? Their cousin slash stepfather? Uh, Scott yeah. Pippen? No. Why would he be this? No, no, well, he's not really about like... Marcus Jordan. Marcus Jordan, yeah. It's who's stepfathers? Scotty Pippen's kids? Yeah. Yeah. Um, slash cousin. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's my you big cousin. MJ, big you think MJ's one of the Scotty's kids, God's father? I would. You I would. Ties I, are that oh it's a safe God. assumption. At, at least, I mean, if if not, if it wasn't like an official that, it was like they call him Uncle Uncle Mike. They call each other cousins, like, at least. If you would have told me that Dennis Rodman would look like this most sane person out of the bunch <laughs> in 2022, I would have looked at you fucking nuts. Dennis, Dennis Rodman's a humanitarian. Yeah. He's, a global, he's a global humanitarian. Diplomat. Yeah, he's, he's going fighting for world peace. Yeah, he'd be chilling. And uh, Marcus Jordan is, is, is now banging Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. Damn. The fact that Dennis Rodman could open his phone and be like, yo, y'all are fucking crazy. <laughs> it's hilarious. Bro, I'm telling you, this is a simulation. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the fucking rules she, are anymore. She, she plays the clout game, right? Isn't she like oh, a, yeah. a one of those? She's a hottie. She's a, she, yeah, she's one of those. She's out, she's outside. Yeah. So is this one of is this one of those things? I mean, well, she's just having fun. She's she, what is she seeing, Marcus? <laughs> besides his childhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Besides him grow up and uh, yeah. take his first steps. That's creepy. Oh, man, man. It's, 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 uh, listen, it she's is the it creepy is. uncle at the barbecue. Yeah. She's yeah. Like, Aren't I, you I all grown up now? I would love to know what Jordan thinks. We don't talk about creepy aunties enough. Oh, they, they are oh, creepy. Man. They definitely we don't. Just... We don't have the conversation about creepy aunts. Do, do you think once he turned 21, this could be even creepier now. I think Scotty's probably going to go through memories. Like, you look just like your father. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. She's 17 years older than him. 
She's 48, he's 31. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's not, I mean, that's not crazy. No, in the in this in story, that, context, that is not yeah. the craziest yeah. thing. No, that's no, not yeah. what's crazy yeah. about this story. No. It's the relations. It's the relationship. Yeah. Well, she just wants, I see where she's going with this. Yeah, you know, she wants the Jordans before they drop. She wants the, sh- want the shoe money. Yeah. Mm. Could y'all Ye- be with a Yeezy's woman that's just plummeted? 15 old- Yeezy didn't jump over the jump, man. Can I be with a woman that's 15 years older than me? Yeah, so like they'd be like 80. <laughs> Is it clear? What's her name? Fuck you. Laura? <laughs> Larsa. 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 Yeah. Did, did Larsa jump over the jump, man? Oh, she may not have jumped over him. She jumped on him. On him, him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did the same split. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she is the new logo. She Let me tell you. <laughs> no, he did the same split. You know how they've been talking about making Jerry West maybe not the logo yeah, of Kobe? Yeah, no, Larsa. Yeah. Now she, is, is Larsa, Larsa the new? <laughs> Larsa is the new Jumpman logo. Absolutely. Oh or, hey, you guys aren't thinking this through. Jump uh, woman logo. No, 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 no. All right, hold Jump on. Them. Maybe we should give Scotty some credit or foresight here. Mm-hmm. Is he sending her to take the empire down? Mm, what if talk. what if they get married and have a, a, a dicey divorce, and she she leaves with some stock oh. and gets back with with Scotty, and now he owns some of Jordan Brand? Mm. I can guarantee you that that'd Larsa be a great Pippen, movie, by the way. Larsa Pippen will not get any piece of Jordan <laughs> Brand out of Marcus Jordan. I can I can guarantee. You Haven't that. you seen Tommy Boy? It's the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Okay, I can guarantee you, Marcus Mikey Jordan boy. has no control of the Jordan Empire. Yeah, but he'll inherit it. Okay, you think so? I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> really? Not happening. No fucking Jordan think. would give that to one of his golf partners. Before Mike will give that to one of his pets case. before he gives it to Marcus Jordan. <laughs> the fucking dog, I, the yeah, family I, dog, will inherit the Jordan brand before Marcus Jordan. We are talking, uh, Mister Fuck Them Kids. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that sounded weird, but absolutely. <laughs> no, no, we yeah, that's we Larsa. know. That's, you know, that's Larsa. we know what you mean. Father O'Neill, Father O'Malley, Larsa Pippen's the Father O'Neill, Mister Fuck of the NBA. Larsa Pippen is Mister Fuck Them Kids. Lost <laughs> it, man. Fuck them kids. No, no, no. Literally, fuck them kids. Uh, you guys are being judgy. Maybe Marcus is a good listener. Yeah, no, uh, he's listening. I. Right. <laughs> he's definitely listening. You heard it. That's uh, nasty. Well, we uh, we'll be back in New York uh, sometime this week, I guess. Mm-hmm. For a little we bit. have to get the fuck out of Atlanta. Yeah, as sad as it may be. Oh, uh, we are in Dallas and Houston this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Saturday, Sunday. Dallas on Saturday the 19th, right? Correct. And Houston on the 20th. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Dallas at the Southside Music Hall and Houston at the Houston Improv. Ooh. Houston Improv. Uh, we look forward to seeing our Texonians. Yes. Little turkey leg hut. Um, so, yeah, man. Any plans for the rest of the day while we out here? Uh, we're about to do Drama's show on Sirius. Shout out to DJ Drama. Yeah. And then, you know, just enjoy the, uh, the Atlanta Get breeze. something to eat and fucking get some rest. Yeah. yeah. That's a fact. All right. I'm well, starving. we thank y'all for listening to us. Thank y'all for watching us. We'll be back uh, this week with a new episode. This has been a new ep- new episode of New Rory and All. I'm the that newest. nigga. He's just Ginger. Peace.